0: Hey folks, welcome back to the Grad Life Podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by PwC. Uh, PwC, are a partner of Grad Life, and they've got a whole host of options available for students of all stages. So no matter what year in college you're in, if you head over to www.pwc.ie forward slash student, you'll see all the programs they have there, and there'll almost definitely be something there to take your fancy and to progress you towards being a more employable grad. Hope you enjoyed the episode.
1: Welcome back everyone to the Grad Live podcast, my name is Shifra and today I'll be speaking to John Devani, a tax associate in the Foreign Direct Investment Department in PwC. He is currently studying for the Chartered Accountant Qualification. This is a really interesting podcast for anyone looking to begin a career in the financial services. Hi John, thank you so much for taking the time today, I'm really excited for our chat and to get to know a bit about you and what you're at up at the moment.
0: Hi Shiefer, it's to be here.
1: And um, so I thought we'd begin kind of by taking it right back to university. And I know you studied global commerce in Galway. And in the course of that, you went to America on Erasmus. So would you like to tell me a bit about that? And I suppose how that shaped your university experience and kind of any thoughts you have in the Erasmus process in general?
0: Yes, that's right. I did Commerce Global Experience in NUI Galway. I suppose I always had an interest in accounting and thought it'd be something I'd like to pursue um, in my career. Um, I suppose the idea of going on secondment and study abroad um, is built into the course itself. Um, As it's global commerce, you get to do in your third year one semester placement here in Ireland or abroad and one semester study abroad as well. So I took the option to do a split of 50-50 and I chose to go to PwC for my co-op, which was my first semester, and then I was lucky enough to um, get the academic scholarship um, to Villanova University in Philadelphia in America for the second half, Um, but regardless of the scholarship, the idea of studying abroad is open to everybody in the course, so everybody, regardless of what you studied, whether it was marketing or you majored in accounting, you get to go abroad to Japan, to Australia and um, Europe or North or South America. So it really, really offers a wide range of doors if you want to go traveling to explore different cultures and just try something different. So it's a really, really good course. And I, when I was over there, I realized that I was more so the law side of things I was interested in. So that's why I decided to come back and focus on in my final year. So it was a really, really good course. You get a wide range of different things over the four years. Your study abroad, your bit of travel, and it was a great course to meet everyone. And Goi is a great city as well.
1: Yeah, no, it sounds, I know a lot of us probably, well, my Erasmus kind of cancelled because of COVID. So I think when we hear about Erasmuses, I always think they sound so beneficial. I think they really give you a much more rounded they are the
0: really way. really good they are I must say but as as you were saying mine was fortunately was cut short as well with COVID but I did get two months in America which was good um yeah. but yeah I think they're starting up again now
1: and you mentioned then that you had your co-op in PwC and how did that differ I suppose or how do you think it differed from kind of a summer placement in that I suppose you were there for maybe a longer period of time maybe it was off cycle um how did you find that
0: Yeah, so I completed the summer internship as well in P2BC. So I got a wide range of viewpoints to see what it was like as an intern versus what it's like to be that little bit above as a co-op. I suppose in the summer internship, you're all going in as brand new, fresh college students without any experience whatsoever. And so you're kind of are, it's more so training in the summer internship. You have lots of speakers coming in to talk to you about their own careers. You have other people coming in to talk about different projects that PwC are working on. And it's more so you're sitting there looking at what everyone else does, whilst getting a bit of a hands-on experience at the same time. I then took the August off and came back from my placement in September. And that was more so a baptism of fire. Um, we were going to be planning for, in order there is a busy season, which is usually from maybe the end of November, December time, up until maybe March, end of March, start of April. So that's when auditors are really, really busy. So I was helping the team prepare for that busy season. It was more so hands-on. I was getting real client work and communicating with client calls and different meetings. So you're getting more involved in the work itself as a placement, which is really, really good. You get to see the real nitty gritty of what work is like um, in PwC.
1: Mm. So then do you think I suppose you were lucky in that you had the option, you know, you did a summer internship and then you were fortunate enough that your university degree encompassed that co-op. But do you think maybe for anyone who just does kind of the summer internship, you'd add not a warning, but maybe just keep in mind that you're getting a really good experience. You're kind of getting exposure to a lot of things, but that you're not maybe quite experiencing the baptismal fire, as you kind of said, in relation to your co-op experience.
0: I would always say even regardless the summer internship is a really, really good way to see what it is like as a worker really because it's so different than being a student. Um, I think the main important thing as well is when you're going in as a summer internship, regardless of where you go, the work is going to be the same if you're doing auditing it doesn't matter where you go who you work for you're still doing roughly the same amount of work and different types of it. The main thing to get as a summer intern is a feel for the company, a feel for the culture. And PDBC really help you and have a really vibrant culture in the firm. I think that's what makes it stand out compared to other companies. You know, there's a real um, emphasis on learning and development in the firm. So you're constantly upskilling, whether that be learning different new online data analysis tools, different, accounting format things there's loads of different things you can do i think that's the main thing that you've got to look at when you're looking for summer internships not just the work but where would you like to work what type of community that you'd want to work in because pwc is one big community and the culture and everyone is so friendly so bear that in mind when you're doing it i think that's what drew me back to pwc to do tax i loved the firm and that's what really drew me into it the people the constant learning and the the idea of you could see it could be a manager in five years time or maybe even go as far as partner and you have access to those people whereas in a lot of other firms you haven't got access to them they might be just a name or a picture on a on a form. you might never meet them but there's real emphasis on um, communication with higher level management and everyone knows each other by name which is really really good so as a summer intern I definitely go in open-eyed, where would I like to work? What culture would I like to work in? And PwC is a great place to do that.
1: Yeah, and I think that's probably very good advice for anyone who is filling out application forms. I know the summer internship um, applications will be opening up soon. And I think probably the emphasis on culture and how it really is community is important. Would you say to include when you were talking about why you want to work for PwC as a company?
0: Yes, culture and community is what I think defines the company and PDBC has a really, really good one. So I definitely benefit advise anyone to look into it and just even just apply, go for the two weeks, the two month summer internship and see if you like it. Some people might like it, some people might not, but it really gives you a good idea of what it is like in the workplace and what the company is like as a whole.
1: Yeah, no. And I think even from what you've said there, you're kind of really selling PwC to me. Um, And it's very clear to me why you chose PwC. So I think that's something that people should definitely think about when they're filling out their application forms. Um, And then I know kind of with PwC, there is different kind of areas of the company you can go into. You know, there's consulting, there's tax, there's audit, there's assurance. Um, Can you tell me a bit about... The exposure you've had i know you're now in tax and you're in the foreign direct investment area but can you tell me a bit about i suppose the different sectors you've been exposed to in your journey so far in pwc
0: of course so as you're saying there's there is four kind of main lines of services there's tax assurance and um, consulting and deals and and there's a really big um, emphasis on when you're a summer intern yes you're put into um a department to be that assurance or tax but you get to have an experience of what it's like overall maybe not down to the hands-on experience of it but you get to experience okay this is what a tax associate does this is what someone in insurance does so you get a really good overview of what it's like i suppose when i was in insurance i was uh, in the dio which is domestic international outbound department for my summer internship and my co-op and the dio department is a really nice department. They work with Irish um, corporations who are possibly maybe going overseas. So it's real down to your maybe your family businesses, your the likes of um, I don't know Kerry groups, you know different things like that. They're really really hands on Irish companies, which is really really nice because I think a lot of people associate Ireland with big companies, and um, to do with your the likes of Facebooks, the Googles big pharma. So it's really nice to help the Irish companies in their in their um, operations. So I worked on a few of those for my summer internship, which was really, really good. And when I came back from my co-op, I was kind of seconded to like the FDI department. So it was the farm direct investment department, but it was kind of linked in with DIO. I was kind of in a bit of limbo. I was crossed into both. Um, but you were able to actually experience what it's like as a big MNC, coming into Ireland and the operations are totally different they're a lot more bigger there's more people involved you've got more things you've got to look at so there's a kind of a worldwide team that you have to involve yourself with so when I was back in um as my co-op I was dealing a lot with the American PBC offices a lot of, of multinational um corporations and divisions in different countries so it wasn't solely Ireland whereas that's what I was doing in the summer internship and um, when I was there for my co-op I was maybe communicating with clients from Asia maybe teams from South America so it's more so diversified It is really really good as you get to see what it's like in different countries as well so it was really really good and beneficial.
1: And you spoke there about the I suppose the wide range of countries I suppose that PwC is operational in and from a person, I suppose, when you're working in PwC, do opportunities arrive to go in secondment? Are there opportunities in relation to, you know, working in the London branch or the New York branch or do things like that exist?
0: Of course, I think that's kind of a main thing that PwC emphasises well. They really want you to experience and have hands-on different wide variety of stuff and travel is a really, really good thing that PwC offers. I suppose once you finish your accounting exams or your tax exams, you are given with the option to go on secondment. Now that can be a wide range from a couple of months to maybe one or two years. So there's a great offer there if you stay with PwC um, to go abroad. Then you also have the opportunity of seconding to maybe a client's office, which is really good. If you previously worked on the client and on their work, you might be able to go into their offices and work for them for a couple of months. Um, so I know for myself anyway, in the tax department, we have uh, an international tax desk in New York. So once a couple of years or um, a lot of people go over and seconded for six months to a year on that desk in New York. But I know as, um, as my time and assurance is usually always taken up by maybe senior associates that you will go abroad for a couple of months. It's really good exposure. And even if you wanted to travel, it gives you a good opportunity to do that. A good couple of months just to get out of Ireland and see something different. So we have opportunities. I know people that went to London, Europe, and Seattle, Vancouver, Australia. There's a wide range of opportunities there for you. So it's really something that if you're interested in, maybe in your second or third year, ask your coach, ask your manager that maybe this is something I'd be interested in. And you can start the ball rolling then for that.
1: No, that sounds amazing. Because I think even especially when you're young, it's amazing to work for a company that not only supports but kind of builds into the very kind of work life the idea that you can travel and you know encompass your work and career progression in it as well and so I think that's another thing which maybe people could include on their application forms that you know they know PwC really kind of supports you know career progression not just in the Dublin office but maybe offices abroad and and then I suppose in relation to PwC again Aside from, you know, your nine-to-five and, you know, the work you actually have to do, do PwC support kind of extracurriculars? Is that kind of built into the work-life culture?
0: It is. That's really supported um, in PwC. There's a real work-life balance in the firm. So one thing that I noticed um, as the summer intern versus as a co-op, the summer internship really gave you a good idea to make a good network of friends. So we'd have maybe... Um, pursuit trials adventure days out we had an away day to I um, can't even remember the name of it but it was really really good and um, just as a bonding exercise yeah. uh, especially even now with COVID um, it's hard to get people to bond and get good networks when you're doing it virtually from home mm-hmm. so PDBC as I was a new joiner in September this year as a grad I was actually able to see what it's like joining virtually for the first two weeks And PDBC put on loads of different virtual activities given the restrictions. But it was a good way of meeting people. You know, we'd have virtual quizzes after work. You might have maybe painted Prosecco. You'd have different things. Um, I know myself now, I'm part of the Sports and Social Committee in FDI tax. And we have a 12 days of Christmas. So it's something just to look forward to um, in the calendar. Maybe there's something we have a bake-off, a Christmas bake-off. We had a Halloween bake-off. It's different things that is light in the day and it's something to look forward to in the calendar. So there's really, really good opportunities for people to get involved um, with stuff outside work. And if you're going for it, I definitely mention in your application that this is something that you have heard of that you'd like to maybe get, enjoy, um, to participate in. And it's a really, really good and active culture within the firm um, regarding work-life balance.
1: Yeah, and just in relation to that committee you mentioned, could you maybe tell us a bit more about that and how you got involved and how you think it contributes to your work-life balance and your I suppose work at PwC?
0: Of course so the Sports and Social Committee I suppose it's it's kind of in a very very informal committee and um, I think every department has one of them and um, so whether that be you might be in DIO Assurance whether you're in a consulting. Um, when I joined I realized how important it was for people to make good networks, make good friends. And so I said I joined the Sports and Social Committee and through that, I was able to input my own experience of what it's like as a new joiner joining in the pandemic. So I suppose uh, a lot of people, maybe when they joined last year and as everything was virtual, they might get a bit bored of the same old virtual quizzes, all these different things. So I was able to give my input of what it's like and just feed up what the other new joiners thought and would like to see done as a new joiner in the firm. So that would be when I was in the office two months ago, we had our virtual Halloween Bake Off. So that was a way to get everybody into the office, those who could come in, just to see and put a face in the name really. And there was another event that we helped organize um, regarding Christmas maybe two weeks ago. And some people said they never saw each other for a year, given the virtual um, Mm -hmm. and the COVID restrictions. So it was really just a way of, I myself wanted to get involved and just give my own viewpoint of what I would like to see as a younger person in the firm. Um, because as you get older, you know, your workload might just increase that a little bit more. So it's really good just to get in at the ground level, see what's, what the new joiners would like, see maybe what they're struggling with, what they'd like to see done in the future. And um, so it's a really good way of getting involved. And if somebody wants to um, do in their application, put in that you'd like to get involved on teams and committees, regardless whether that be sports and social, we have a huge push in the firm now for environmental and sustainable governance. So if you want to get on the ESG team and support PDBC's sustainability, you can get involved with that team. And there's also loads of stuff now in the firm with um, PDWC's Women in Tech to help increase uh, women's representation in tech roles. So if that's something you're interested in, mention it in your application that you'd like, you've heard of it, you've researched it, and it's something that you'd really like to get involved with. And that kind of differentiates you from maybe another applicant.
1: Yeah, and I think that really speaks to, again, I think the overarching theme of this is really how great PwC's working culture is, the fact that they support and, you know, make space for these committees to happen and the committees, you know, very much seem relevant and they keep up with, I suppose, the most pertinent issues in the workplace environment. And um, kind of leading on from that, and I suppose a different point would be, you mentioned your intake um, and how I know you are maybe a traditional... You know, PwC um, employee, in that you did all that, in that you did commerce, and you know the career progression was probably relatively straightforward. But have you noticed in recent years that the kind of people who are coming in, there's a more diverse range of degrees now, maybe in particular from STEM.
0: Yes, there's more, uh, there's definitely more of a wide range of degrees and join the firm. When I did my summer internship, um, I was trained at the same time as the associates started. And I was thinking everybody at my table, they did the traditional accounting. They were going for their maybe cap one exemptions, as, as was I. There was somebody sitting opposite me and she did PE in Irish in UL. And I thought this is very, very strange to have someone not, not so strange, but very, very different for someone from that kind of, degree to suddenly think I want to go in and do assurance and she's never done accounting in her life but there's a wide range of opportunities for people to join it you might have done pharmacy and you might be able to work with our big farmer clients there's a new um, new joiner with me and he did pharmacy and he's working in um, tax as well and there's people who've done maybe zoology there's a wide range of different courses in the firm and it kind of adds to um, the diversified um, people in the firm, I, if you have a room of 100 accountants, and just, we're all gonna think the same. Whereas if you have a, a good diversified amount of people with different viewpoints on looking at problems, you'll get a really good solution. Whereas regardless of having hundred people in the room and um, at the same viewpoint of accountants, you'll think the same, we'll come up with the same ideas, it mightn't work. Whereas if we have people from different degrees, they might be able to bring their own perspectives um, to solve the solution, to solve problems.
1: No, for sure. And I think um, that's probably a very important point, especially for anyone listening, that even if you don't do commerce, that doesn't necessarily close PwC off to you. In fact, it doesn't at all. Um, and that, that's. It amazing. doesn't.
0: No, all we require is a two-one in your undergrad degree. Yeah, so it really, really is. You might think, OK, I did a an, uh, maybe a, I don't know, we'll, we'll go with pharmacy. Um, I might have done a pharmacy degree in college. It's not something I want to go into. I don't see myself in it. There's loads of opportunities to join the firm. It doesn't have to be accounting. It doesn't have to be tax. It could be consulting, deals, anything like that at all.
1: Yeah, and I think even in your application form is probably important in general, even if you do come from commerce or whatever background to really, expose, sell your unique points. Because as you said, you know, PwC don't want 100 of the same people. So even if you think it's what they want to hear, maybe try and, you know, sell what you think is unique about yourself. Do you think that in general would probably be a good tip to give
0: yes always try and sell yourself a little bit different regardless of what it is um i did music outside college and that was a huge selling point for me i was heavily involved with CILTIS, which is the national and international organization that promotes um irish music dance and song so when i was um in my interview regardless of saying maybe you did teamwork everyone will say I did college projects, I led the group project. The interview is gonna see 10 or 20 people that day or that week, and every one of them did teamwork in college. Yes, it's a really good idea to bring it up, but emphasize your extracurricular activities, which is a huge importance, whether that be your sports, maybe you did gymnastics, uh, music, all of it is hugely important. So definitely mention it in your application or your interview.
1: And, Leading on from that, is there any other tips you'd give people for not just the application, but you know, the entry stage, things like that? Are there any things that stand out which you wish you'd known when you were going through this process?
0: I suppose the main important thing is to be yourself. You know, in your application, emphasize your own different qualities and do your research into the firm. You know, everyone will see the four huge lines of services. Look into something, maybe I did FTI. I actually like dealing with income tax. So maybe put in there, I'd like to be um, seconded or work with the people and organization tax team. And you might be hugely important in tech and really interested in it. So put that into your application that you might like to be in the tech team. So really emphasize what you have to bring yourself. The extracurricular activities, what college societies you're in and really research what PDC offers that you can bring up and get involved with in your interview or your application, because it will really make you stand out. That one little line of something different that maybe you played rugby in college or maybe you're a part of the college debating team or the finance society, that one little thing will make you stand out from the crowd, it really will.
1: No, and I think again, you know, these are really, really great nuggets of advice that people when they go about their application form should definitely try to incorporate into um, just to set them apart and I suppose kind of you're in PWC and you're kind of giving us a first-hand account of how you've experienced it um, and I think little things like that as you've said do make you stand out. Um, I know at the moment you're doing the Chartered Accountant exams and um, we might touch briefly upon it kind of how you're finding them I know for a lot of people in college they might be a source of not anxiety but something kind of that's in the future that you don't necessarily think that much about, but you know it's coming. Um, How are you finding them?
0: Yeah, they're not too bad actually, they're okay. I suppose I was lucky enough that I had cap one exemptions coming in. So I think there's this kind of rat run and rat race in college, I need to get the cap one exemptions. But regardless of if you have them or not, PDBC supports you, which is really, really good. I suppose traditionally, and um, people would have gone in person to their lectures. And lectures are every Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday. Now they, vary, they rotate each month, but they're usually on a Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday morning. And um, So before you'd have to leave, off, leave work at half five in the evening, go across to the Chartered Institute's building and do your two hours of lectures there. But I suppose the great thing about COVID in a roundabout way is that everything is moved online. So I can look at my recordings any time of the week. You attend your two hours lectures in the evening. They're all recorded. All your material is up online. So you can really pace your learning and divide it up to a workload that suits you. And additionally, PDVC also offers um, extra classes and extra um, webinars that allows you to ask questions with people in the firm, which is really, really good and get advice from what they said. So the way that we really learn is maybe somebody came across a problem last year they'll be able to give you advice on how they tackled it. Or one thing that I noticed was, I suppose the same way with college, um, back in the normal, normal times, you'd be in the lecture hall and you'd be frantically writing down notes, trying to get every single word that the has put in. Whereas nowadays, it was only from speaking to the people above me, they said, don't waste your time writing notes like that. Print off the slides, print off the work. And the main thing to focus on, maybe like the accounting subjects, was practice, practice questions. So if I didn't know that and I didn't have the opportunity to ask people above me those questions, I wouldn't be what I'm doing what I'm doing now. I'd be looking at the the webinars, writing down all the notes and not really having a good work path or an exam path. So it's only from actually looking at people above you that you understand what to do right and have the good path going forward. So that's a good thing that PDPC also does.
1: Yeah, I think that's reassuring to hear. Um, even though I'm not a business student, I feel like it's good hearing from people who are in the process, who are going through it. that. You know, it's not necessarily as bad as maybe you think it's going to be. Um, I yeah, suppose- it's
0: really, really, it's, it's not too bad. There is a big, there is a huge workload. And I suppose it can be difficult for some people, you know, adjusting to the working and studying life if you haven't done it in college. But there is every effort made in PDBC to help you along to get your exams, whether that be flexible days, that you might be able to start from maybe 12 until six instead of nine to half five. So it's, uh, it's different things, or sorry, 10 to half six instead of nine to half five. And um, so it's just a, you might study better in the morning when you're up refreshed, maybe after the gym, you might decide I am gonna do two hours now from eight until 10. Or you might decide I'm not that tired after work, I'll finish at half five, or I might finish at four an hour earlier and do two hours of study in the evening. So different adjustments are made there depending on how you feel. So if you just make your manager or make your coach aware that, you know I have got my exam coming up in January, I might like to do a little bit more work. I work better in the morning. So if it's possible to maybe start at 10 and I'll work later in the evening, every accommodation is made for that, which is really, really good.
1: Yeah, I think that's definitely, well, will be reassuring for a lot of people to hear. And before we finish up, I think, one final question would be how or when you knew or kind of what things you did in college that made you realize, I know you did the co-op and you did the summer internship, but even before then, um, was it the subjects you studied? Was it kind of outside reading? How did you know that this was where you wanted to end up? And do you have any, I suppose, advice for people who aren't quite sure what they want to do um, about things they could do to try and maybe figure that out?
0: Of course. Well, I suppose every single accounting student in college, they're kind of just pushed down to you either go into practice or industry and auditing is kind of the thing that you look into. So when I was in college, I always thought auditing, that's what I do. I'm an accountant. have to go down there, have to get my accounting exams and I enjoyed my time in the insurance department. But I suppose when I was in final year and after my time in America, I loved doing my business law modules, my advanced business law, stuff like that. And it was something I really, really enjoyed. I loved doing the research and getting every bit of information and then presenting it. And I suppose, before I left my co-op, I realized that tax had a good balance of, yes, you're doing the accounting side, but you have to keep up with the case laws, every single thing that's constantly changing, which is really, really good. So I suppose when you're doing it, don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, whether that be reach out to somebody on LinkedIn, go and ask your lecturer, because your lecturers, so many people have passed through your lecturers' doors, they know what it's like to be a new joiner, and they have people come in and explain what their work life is like. So ask your lecturers, reach out to people on LinkedIn and ask them, it's maybe something I'm interested in, and could you tell me a bit more about what type of work you do? I like these types of modules in college, would that fit in with the work that you do? And really just ask people that have gone through the process before. It really, really will help you. I, enjoy, I only found out that I loved tax was from doing my uh, case law stuff and my final year business law, uh, law modules. So if I didn't do those and pick those, I probably wouldn't have found that tax was my department. Whereas there's somebody else that was doing consulting and they didn't like it. And they just did, they asked somebody about their assurance um, modules and they loved it. So ask your questions, reach out to people. People are more than willing to help and point you in the right direction. So really, really do that. Ask for help and never be afraid. No question is stupid. It could be the easiest question, just ask it and someone will be able to point you in the right direction.
1: No, I think that's a really good note to end the podcast on. We think that advice speaks to all areas and all aspects of life that, you know, you'll never know until you ask. And, you know, it can only help um so thank you so much john for speaking to me um it's been really interesting and i've even learned loads um so yeah thank you so much
0: thanks jifra